0: Where are we? What are we doing this week? (laughs) Hi. Thanks for coming. Hey, girl.
1: Thanks for coming. Oh,
0: Oh, my God. Hey, Gorge, and welcome to Thanks for Coming. It's the most fabulously gay podcast that there ever is and ever was. My name is Seth, I guess, whatever is happening. How about yours? <laughs> We're here!
1: I'm Jamal. Hi. Hi, it's Stoney. I don't know what's happening with this podcast. Oh my god, are we <laughs> recording a podcast? Yeah,
0: yeah, I think so. Oh, <laughs> that sounds fab, Gorge. Let's record a
1: podcast. It's, Wait, where are we? It's like our 50th podcast in like three weeks. <laughs> Honestly, we haven't like, stopped podcasting
0: for the last 48 hours, so... <laughs>
2: <laughs> we we need to start like a marathon, and maybe people will tip us per hour.
1: We're on the mic. Oh, that could be fun! We could do a marathon and donate to charity or something. Yes, would oh, be like twenty four hours straight of podcasting. Oh, we could donate Bring all the coffee.
0: We could donate to Tina Burner's Rent Fund.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> That'd be fun, right? <laughs> sure, I guess. <laughs> Turn and burn it, baby. I was so upset. I painted my nails for Tina Burner this week, and then she got herself, spoiler alert, eliminated. That stinks.
2: It's almost like um, if we talk up a queen or start like going up for them, like some shenanigans happens.
0: Oh, yeah. you know, Just to be safe, you guys, I just wanted to tell you this week how much I love Candy Muse. Like, just so fierce. I just l- hope she stays in the competition for a real long time.
1: Oh, candy! (laughs) All right, like insert like uh, straw, like (laughs) me sipping my drink with the straw very loudly, (laughs) loud, loud sippings, untuck noises.
0: Insert here. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Oh my gosh! Well, how's everybody doing today? We we just are on the cusp of being done with Drag Race UK season two. We're getting
2: so close with um, Drag Race 13, so it's just like with the UK season two, uh, breath of fresh
1: air, we saw a crown, a completed season. Girl, we're going to have like seriously one podcast a week. Can you
0: imagine? (laughs) I just honestly feel like I'm going to have so much time on my hands that I won't know what to do.
2: I know I feel like you don't need to get too excited because you'll have like a successful quiet weekend with no editing and then RuPaul is going to like smack you across the face
1: with the new season. She's going to be like Drag Race Down Under UK and All Star 6 all all airing at the same same time. time. on Paramount Plus,
0: (laughs) Showtime Plus, uh, HBO Max. (laughs) it's like so make sure you purchase subscriptions to all the services you fucking <laughs> ch- broke <laughs> bitches
3: <laughs>
0: yeah subscribe to all of our shit you fucking broke pieces of shit
2: <laughs> <laughs> wait don't forget peacock she's gonna definitely do a season on peacock. oh
0: yeah girl i want to hear that peacock co- co- <laughs> my peacock how did katie perry get away with that Who knows how Katy Perry gets
2: away with (laughs) anything she
0: does. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, yeah, I guess uh, just before we start getting into the podcast, you know, I'm doing all right. I think we're all healthy. So we just wanted to let you know that everyone on this podcast is still live. So yep, we're still here. Yeah. So we actually have like kind of a more serious topic to talk to you about before we get into the recap. Uh, So, you know, last week we kind of teased you like about it that we were going to be talking about the raven situation and um yeah we're having the conversation i hope you guys all buckle up maybe you'll need to pour yourself a stiff drink
2: yeah i think um you know depending on your comfort level you might need a straight bourbon maybe you might need a wine cooler or maybe a glass of water um you
0: choose i'll take an IV of wine Ooh, red <laughs> red yes girl that's always a good idea Yes, it matches my blood. <laughs> but um, yeah, so we're talking about it this week. We're here to talk about Raven, who you will know from season two of one, two, season two of Drag two. Race, and uh, you'll also have seen her a couple times guesting on the UK Drag Race, and she beats RuPaul's face every every day. And her dark skin <laughs> <that> doesn't <laughs> seem like it should be that dark. Yeah,
2: I, um, of course we're fans of the fashion photo review too, but I swear, like, just, it's been a while, I guess, since we did, well, I guess since the Drunk Herstory season two, since we watched the season, but my, I really thought she was a brown queen, I don't, I don't know, like, um, I don't know where my mind was, but for whatever reason, I just thought back then she was a darker queen.
1: I think it's a bad sign that you viewed her as a darker queen because like, I kind of did too. Like thinking that like thing is she's been hosting fashion photo review forever. Like I am a regular viewer of that. So, and she's always been dark on that. Like I always thought she was like a, like somebody that was white, but maybe had like, some, like, Latino in her or something where it was, like, darker skin. And, yes. like, I knew that she was, like, from Florida or California or something. Yes. So, And she was, like, one of those, like, early 2000 girls that loves to tan. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, a lot of those people, like, just look dark because they're always in the fucking tanning bed. <laughs> yep, I know um, those girls. <laughs> but, yeah, like, it's definitely, like, I don't know. I don't understand what's happening after, like, Doing some research on Raven and like finding out she's of Russian heritage, like it just doesn't make sense, really. <laughs> yeah,
2: and I think it's important to bring up like, um, there's blackface, <clears throat> and then there's black fishing, which is a new term for me, um, which is known as someone playing with hairstyles and makeup to make their themselves appear of black heritage. Basically the Kardashians or yes. Yes.
1: (laughs) I mean, that's basically what it is, right? Yes. That's what it is. Because Kylie.
2: Yeah. Throw in lip injections. Go ahead.
1: Does like, if you look at Kylie with no makeup and pre plastic surgery, total white girl from the Midwest, like not (laughs) flat as a board, like, but now you look at her, she's got like, I don't know, like big lips and like, just has like all this, like, uh, like hair accessories and stuff. And it's like, girl, like, this is not what you look like. Like,
2: Yeah, they're a great example.
1: Definitely. Um, I don't know much about the
0: Kardashians, so I'm just going to steer it back to Raven. But yeah, I...
2: I, I w- oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, we'll help you connect the dots okay. because that is a good example here. But yes, <laughs> let's get back to Raven.
0: But I, I really liked what uh, Stoney was saying because I think that I kind of saw um Raven as the same like maybe maybe um Raven is like mixed race like part white part Latino or or whatever but um yeah she is of Russian heritage so it doesn't make it kind of problematic and she you know she did kind of start off as someone who was like you know really into tanning and stuff but like as time has progressed she's gotten darker and darker and darker and then we you know this kind of leads up to when she was on All Stars I think or uh, not all stars. Um, uh, snatch game a couple episodes ago, and she was really dark. She was very dark
2: on snatch game. Now I did notice, and I just, I guess, I just kind of let it slide to pay attention to the show. But just looking at the photos we have of Raven, like um, Seth shared a timeline, 2016 to 2023. <laughs> In 2023, you but, can't see nothing. <laughs> that's a that's a deep shadow
1: honey Um, and like I noticed it I guess I noticed it more on drag race UK actually because and maybe it was just because I saw it on UK and then like on snatch game I didn't notice it because she was the same but like I felt like on UK she was like super dark and I was just like at the time I just thought like oh like Mm. wow she's really dark but I I didn't really think about like blackfishing because I'd never really heard of that term um until like people started talking about it online but like mm-hmm. I was like that is weird like it doesn't make sense to me definitely and
0: you know I I noticed as well and I did notice that people were upset after the episode and I was just like I don't know well like kind of what Stony was saying I'd never really heard of blackfishing before and so I was like I don't know how to talk about that because I don't want to sound stupid and ignorant um mm-hmm. So, but now we're talking about it and I think, you know, it would be, I think it would be good to have like, um, you know, actual people of color, you know, well, of course we have Jamal here. Like I'm not discounting Jamal, everybody, but like the people (laughs) that we bring into the conversation, it, like, I think it would be good to hear from people of color. So, um, we actually have a little clip here that we can play. And this is, um, you know, this is a clip from Jay from, uh, jay's quick three podcast and you can find her podcast and her on twitter at the letter j b-o-o-g the number four show s-h-o so i i really like her podcast because she keeps it real and she's fun to talk to on twitter she, you know she watches drag race so we we should chat drag, <laughs> drag race sometimes um but yeah so um here's a clip from her about the situation
3: Hey guys, it's Jay from Jay's Quick Three and a quick little thing on Raven. I've been a fan of Raven ever since she was on Drag Race season two, I believe. And of course, I've kept up with watching fashion photo review with her and Raja. Um, Not this season, though, but it's been brought to my attention that uh, Raven's tan is getting darker I'm not really sure what's going on with it, but on the Snatch Game episode of this season 13 of RuPaul's Drag Race, Raven was mighty dark. And that just brings up the point or the issue of what they call blackfishing, I guess, in social media terms. I just don't understand. I don't get it. I don't understand why people would want to darken their skin. I mean, I understand as a black woman, yes, we're magical. You love our skin. The skin is beautiful. Our tones are beautiful. But I think you should love the skin that you're in. Raven is a beautiful person. She's a great makeup artist. And she looks good when she does her regular makeup. So I don't really truly understand what the deal is with making herself look so dark. And as I was going through her social media, I noticed that she is kind of clapping back at people that have an issue with her painting herself so dark, or I don't know if it was the lighting or whatever it was, but she now has stickers and prints available. And one of them, I think on one of her captions, it says Prince and IJ... DGAF stickers now available, which means I'm assuming I just don't give a fuck. So, I mean, I guess she doesn't care what anyone thinks. I just, it's disheartening because black skin is not a costume. It's not, oh, I want to wake up today and paint myself darker for whatever reason. Like, it is so much, so many things. The climate is so crazy with racial, between racial lines right now. And it's kind of just, tone deaf, you know, with discrimination and police brutality, and there's a lot of things going on in our nation dealing with African-Americans here. And it would be nice if we were pulled over by the cops so we could get some makeup remover and take off our dark hue or our brown skin and uh, maybe be treated better but we don't have the luxury of doing that. We have the skin that we have and it's sad, but because of that, we are treated differently. So it's for Raven not to really understand that or even maybe care. I'm not sure, but um, it's just disheartening. So hopefully she sees the error of of her ways and realize that it's bigger than maybe what she thinks. Maybe she'll change her mind. That's all I have to say about that.
0: Thank you so much for that clip, Jay. I think a lot of great points were brought up in that clip. Um, Actually, I think we might have a second clip, but if not, Jamal can edit this part out. (laughs) Um, From one of our other besties, we have Neek from Black Girls Can Do Stuff, and who was also a guest on this podcast uh, last November. So if you haven't listened to that, go listen. And if you haven't, on to view her pages you can definitely do that as well We'll we'll link everybody's um links in the show notes too so it can be real easy for you so here is a clip from her
4: hi friends um first of all thank you for giving me an opportunity to speak on this and using my voice um when it comes to something that i'm pretty passionate about and that is people who intentionally or unintentionally darken their skin to portray themselves as something that they're not. Um, The reason that this bothers me is because I am a black woman and throughout history of this world, black skin and dark skin has been vilified. In so many cultures, to have darker skin is to be looked at as less than, and even in our own country, Um, Being a person of color, especially a black person, will get you unfair treatment in so many different ways, whether it's the medical field or within the justice system or even discrimination in the workplace. And so um, for someone to put on our skin because they think it looks cool or it looks good, um, but then are able to take it off to reap their benefits of being a non-black person, um, it's just it's not right. And so people should be way more aware and way more conscious of what they're doing uh, when they're doing it and not having to be told uh, that they're that they're doing this and that it could be offensive to people. And for anyone who is not a person of color and specifically not a black person to say, look at their intention over their action, you know, sometimes it's intent and impact and the impact and the implications of what they're doing far outweigh the intention of why they did it. And that's all I have
0: to say. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much, Neek. That was really great. A really great message. Um, so I hope, you know, these two people of color who live and know this experience have brought like some insight to this topic for you all. Yeah.
2: At the end of it, um, both um, shout out to J Boog and uh, Lizzie Angel of black girls do stuff and dot com. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for submitting those messages because I felt away the more and more I dug into this because (laughs) it's like, wait, sis, when I go back, those you're definitely not a black queen. No. So like why is our are we just doing Doppelganger Day on set um for RuPaul? Are we doing, oh, I'm gonna paint this face on RuPaul so I'm using my face as a practice sheet? (laughs) Like it's just so disrespectful. You don't get to just put on dark skin like it's a goddamn costume. Like It's so ignorant, and there's even been other kind of problematic stuff um, about Raven dating back to, like, August 2020, where she's on Grindr calling black people chocolate, Asian people rice. Um, This is all in a discussion forum. So um, she's a queen of a certain age. I don't expect her to come forward and say anything. Very school of RuPaul. But it's just very, like, um, girl, if you don't say something and fix this, you can... Be cut from all of our feeds,
0: yeah. But I hope you do a good job on your new show, your new VH1 show, or wherever it's gonna be. Oh,
2: the one where she teaches people how to blackfish. That's where. Yeah. Like
1: I was just like, this timing is so terrible. Like she has a makeup show coming out. It just seems like such a bad idea to be like, oh, here's like the blackfish queen, and she's gonna teach everyone how to do it, like. Or judge people on their makeup. Like, it makes yeah. no sense. It's like, come on, Karen, like,
0: just a little bit darker. <laughs> more like, contour. I really like your makeup, but it needs to be darker next time. Yeah, nar- <laughs> it, I mean, you still
2: look kind of white, so. Well, maybe she'll start painting her face like Sylvester the Cat or Pepe Le Pew or something. It'll just be fucking jet black and then a little dash of white in the center. <laughs>
0: geez louise yeah i guess we'll have to stay tuned and see where the evolution goes girl uh,
2: <laughs> stay woke y'all
0: yeah but well, that's enough of that i know we kind of monopolized quite a bit of your time talking about raven but i think it's an interesting or it's an, not not even interesting it's an important topic to talk about because this type of behavior is not okay we have a responsibility in the community
2: to call these things out. So you should do the same in your way.
0: Yes, girl. All right. Let's go ahead and switch gears and get into our Honest tea Spill of the Week. Uh,
1: honest Tea.
0: <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome back to our honesty Spill of the Week, where we will, of course, be giving you Full coverage of everything that happened in this week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race, season 13.
2: Yes, yes. One week closer to, hopefully, a
1: finale. Woo! Oh my god. (laughs) After this episode, we're at the top six. I can't believe... Like, that means we're just a couple episodes, hopefully, away from the end of it all. Someone, (laughs) dear God,
0: please end this nightmare.
2: (laughs) Fingers fucking crossed.
0: (laughs) Maybe RuPaul will just, like, crown, like, five winners next week or something. (laughs) Triple win! (laughs) You all win, just so we can have candy as a winner.
1: We had to expand the winners to multiple. Girl, I will have to say, like... I'm not gonna be like super negative, but I do feel like this is the worst season we've experienced for a very long time since season seven. Yes, Ooh. like this is the dark. We are in the dark timeline of RuPaul's Drag <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> Steady's
2: so right. like these are dark times, queens. These
0: are dark times. Be safe out out there, everybody. Make sure that you're
1: drinking lots of water and keeping your children fed. Collecting
2: firewood. I mean, this
1: was filmed in 2020, so maybe it's just car- that vibe from 2020 is carrying over to this year. That's true. Well, it's just
2: it's been so dragged out. So part of it's just like I can't even be like mad at the queens. I'm just like production. We know it's COVID, but. We need to speed this shit up. I'm getting bored. Like, if I didn't have a podcast right now, I would let the episodes stack up, spoilers and all, and I would just, like, go back
1: and re-watch at yeah, the Yeah, we would definitely be doing, a di- uh, like, a binge-watch in May or something. Yeah, yeah. binge and just <laughs> get it over with. <laughs> uh-huh. And then forget it ever happened. <laughs> <laughs> Turn it and burn it. <laughs> woo <Woo-hoo.
0: laughs> but, um, But, yeah, so let's go ahead and get into this recap. At the top of the show, Denali has sashayed away. Justice for Denali, <laughs> by Denali. He did such a good job on the show. We'll see you later. Yes, girl. So after the elimination, um, you know they're all kind of talking about the queens. Um, you know, having to say who they think should be eliminated, and Candy cannot believe that Olivia is being so calm, cool, and collected about it because so many people said her name. It's like it's almost (laughs) as if like Olivia doesn't have an anger problem or something.
2: Uh, (laughs) Now, what I will say about Candy is because I'm trying not to put her in a box. But like I keep saying about her, there's a lot of growth that needs to happen. So, yeah, I'm sure Olivia might feel a way about it. But she's also thinking about it in a way that's like, you know, my performance was not good. Of course, my name was said. And Candy right now, the age she is uh, with the experience she has, she's still a little on defensive all the time. And it's funny because her talking head ended with, we need to start showing the winner side of Candy. And this is not how winners behave. Because let's talk about how we're still talking about Denali when she already apologized when I don't think she needed to apologize. You've been in the bottom twice, honey. Like, let's just run the report card. I would have said your name, too. So um, winners don't, you know, talk shit about each other behind their back and keep dwelling on things that we thought were squashed. Olivia's handling this with poise and reflecting, like, let her have this moment. She was just lip syncing, not you.
1: Yeah, Olivia has the ability to self-reflect and look at something that she did and be like, oh, OK, maybe this wasn't the best thing that I did or maybe I stumbled this time and she's willing to accept that and move on and like Candy who thinks she's the best at everything and does not is does not have the ability to um, realize that she's not good at something right like literally Candy thinks she was in the (laughs) top this week (laughs) yeah like she literally thought the reason her runway look was bad was because Michelle doesn't like green and that literally had nothing to do with it. No. Yeah, but that's a story for another day.
0: <laughs> um so it's the next day in the workroom and the girls are explaining basic math to Candy who thinks that $2,500 <laughs> is $25,000. This was
2: this was actually funny to me. I was dying because I I can be a space case. I'm hoping she was just having a space case moment. But um, I could not help but laugh at this. The girl's just like, sis, it's 2500
0: <laughs> I was like, girl, no wonder she wants to win so bad. She
1: thinks the prize is $1 million. Uh- <laughs> oh, shit. She's like, wait, $100,000 <laughs> uh- <laughs> <laughs> million? This is
0: all kind of makes sense why she's being so cutthroat. Like, I guess if a million dollars was on the line, I would be like real jacked about it too.
2: Oh my goodness.
0: (laughs) But um, yes, so for this week's mini challenge, we are playing, Are You Smarter Than the Pit Crew? The Pit Crew has some drag race trivia questions and the queens have to buzz in to answer them.
2: How distracting, you know, packages in your face, and you have to try to activate your brain in the, the not um, fun and frolicky, sexy way.
0: <laughs> yeah, they were dickmatized, <laughs> girl.
2: That's the word, definitely. Cakematized, all of that. <laughs>
0: yes girl so the you know they're playing th- these are all like pretty easily answered questions i think i knew the answer to all of them or maybe i'm mi- or you know just maybe i didn't get one because of the pace of the movie or uh, the show mm-hmm. but uh we did find out that utica is not smarter than the pit crew because
1: she blanked on alexis <laughs> mateo's catchphrase
0: bam
2: oh that was so easy that was such an easy one too utica
1: <laughs> i feel like she knew it though she just probably was having like a moment where you can't think of it like, i think on so the tip of her tongue yeah Cause she was
0: able to give like the full quote you know with yeah. using it and it use an example and she was able
1: to do that <laughs> yeah. i would have probably been like alexis michelle or some bullshit <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> Um, but also too, in
0: this challenge we found out that Candy was able to subtract eight from twelve. So all of those math lessons early in the show really paid off. So I'm really I'm really proud of you, Candy. You did it, girl.
2: Shout out to our sisters for the quick tutoring session.
0: (laughs) Yes, girl, you did it. The winner of twenty five thousand dollars in this challenge is Candy Muse. Good job. You are so rich now. You got twenty five thousand dollars. Make sure you spend it all at once don't tell the bank (laughs) (laughs) all right so for this week's maxi challenge the girls will have to create and brand their own line of soda and then they have to make commercials and have a jingle to help sell their beverage we love the
2: branding challenge and a soda i think there's potential for greatness here or
0: giant flops yes girl we love a drink Oh, yeah. Because sometimes, you know, you just get so thirsty. uh. Mm, The thirst can be so real.
1: Oh, my God.
4: So real.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Stoney's like, give me the damn straw, thanks.
0: (laughs) Well, these are the COVID times. You don't (laughs) want to put mouth to can action, you know? I don't. Be as safe as can be. I don't do mouth to can, so. Um, Anyways, so the girls start to work on their commercials, and they start to storyboard the ideas, even though they will be the only ones using them and definitely not the directors.
2: It's good to outline projects. I support these
1: actions. I feel like the storyboard is needed because, like... They're the ones like pulling out all the props and like setting up the scenes. So I feel like they need to have it so that they can understand like what the fuck's going on. Ot, even though some of the girls did not understand what was going on. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: I think it made it more confusing for people like got Mick who was like putting her <laughs> editing notes in there. And like, I think like the smell of vision, like this should smell like perfume or whatever. Like,
2: yeah this is what i call being too organized sometimes it's just too much you have to separate the info and keep it clean
0: yeah it was it was interesting to see the ideas start to you know build into full-blown uh ideas but this is actually interrupted by a zoom call from jada essence hall and she comes to give some advice about being in the competition
2: so fun to see our current reigning looking so fierce as ever
1: look over there yes We love Jada in this house. This is a Jada Stain account, so don't come for her. That face was beat. That hair was laid. I was living
0: every second of this. Yeah, she was looking good. And I think she was giving really great advice, too. Like, not only for this specific challenge, but for the competition in general. Like, she was saying, like, when Mm -hmm. I was not having fun, I did bad in the competition. Just a nice reminder to the queens
2: to enjoy themselves and enjoy being on Drag Race. And if you're having fun,
0: you're probably gonna do well. Yeah. So make sure you have some motherfucking fun on this show.
2: (laughs) Turn up.
0: RuPaul's like, have fun now, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So then after their little coaching section, um, session. Session, section, session. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> then words. Uh, <laughs> words. Then it's time for the queens <laughs> to film their commercials. So we get to see uh, Ross and Carson sort of direct them, I guess, loosely direct them. But they're, you know, ultimately, this is up to the girls to make their commercial. <laughs>
2: They didn't do very much. Maybe it was an editing thing, but we saw them throw in tips here and there and then serve shady eyebrows.
1: I thought it was cool to see Carson and. Did you just say Carson? I said Carson. Okay. Um, Sorry, I got distracted. It's like, where is it? Shout out to the East Coast. Where is it? I was excited to see carson and ross at the same time because usually they're like rotating you know what i oh, mean yeah. you never see them in the um, same
0: place so they could be the same person
1: yeah so like <laughs> with it being COVID, i'm assuming they're like no guest judge this week um but yeah i thought it was fun to see them together because it was just like a fun little dynamic
0: yeah, and I like to see Carson make fart noises on his arm. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Like, Definitely God makes... doing the Lord's work this week. Yeah. God makes like, I need some help. Yeah.
0: And Car- Carson was looking pretty tan, too. I think he's like Raven 2014.
2: Better be careful. Right now, Carson's just looking tans. But yes. you better just keep it tan, sis. Anything
0: past 2016 and you've gone too far. <laughs> so, um yes the girls they start to get ready for the runway it's the next day it's elimination day um so we learned that candy muse is actually gay bashed i think she said it was in the seventh grade but i was having trouble understanding and had her arm broken
2: seventh grade which i mean what are you 12 13 that's just really fucked up i hate that 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 she has had that experience that's people are so evil and ignorance is dangerous it really is
0: Yeah, I was like, I don't even know if I knew that I was, like, gay or whatever I was, my sexuality was back then at that age.
2: Most of us don't, but, you know, assholes like that, they just try to pick it out of you because, oh, "Oh, you're not as hard as them or, you know, whatever. So, it does really suck. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, it was terrible.
0: (laughs) 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 I thought somebody was going to say something, but I wasn't sure. (laughs) Sorry, I'm kind
2: of, like, distracted sorry it's March Madness y'all I was pulling up the March Madness thing on my phone sorry (laughs) it's like Like, now I'm like I feel
1: shitty like this was such a like this was a terrible thing for candy so I don't want to like discount that it really was and I'm not a fan of candy but like obviously this is like bigger than just a fucking reality TV show Amen. I mean I
0: like Reese's peanut butter cups (laughs) are you
2: looking up um, a Reese's scoreboard right now
0: I'm on Amazon (laughs) going to get all the deals girl we're just like multitasking and podcasting (laughs) at the same time i actually just ordered a canoe when we were talking about um (laughs) (laughs) wait where are you going with the canoe and reese's this sounds like a lit
2: camping
1: trip
0: i haven't figured it out yet but i just have i got that stimmy so i feel like i have to order things (laughs)
1: Just pack a toothbrush, bitch, wherever you're headed. Yeah. Into the wild. We're quitting the podcast now that we have <laughs> Stimmies. Yeah.
0: I'm, I'm working on remote uh, recording so I can just canoe my way around the world <laughs>
1: and record the podcast. Well, with climate change. You'll just be like, look, everywhere's flooded. So I'll just be in my canoe with three seats. Yeah. I'll be like in Antarctica,
0: like under the sea. Do ba do ba do ba but um it'll be like island vibes up there but um yeah anyways um <laughs> what were we talking about we're oh yeah talking about candy candy muse was gay bashed, and um I, do we want to explain what march madness is to the gays or should we just move on i think it might give them a headache okay we'll move on we don't want to distress <laughs> any of you So let's go ahead and talk about the commercials in running order. We have Utica. What the fuck was going on? (laughs) Personally, I think that it would be delightful to drink all of my drinks through a cow's udder.
2: Uh, That is commitment. Like, you must really love that drink if you're just digging into them
1: udders that way. Well, not everyone has the relationship with Claire the cow that utica has so well but yeah i'm sorry you don't get it well first yeah (laughs) you have to make
0: you have to find your own cow make a best friend (laughs) you can do speed dating if you need to and so then you you make your cow friend (laughs) and then you can drink your soda
1: (laughs) (laughs) i mean i did think so on the rewatch so the first time i watched i was like this is a fucking clusterfuck but (laughs) the second time i rewatched it I thought that she, if she put it in the right order, it would have actually been pretty funny. Like if she would have put the end of it in the front of the commercial, I think it would have made sense. So I don't know what she was doing with the storyboards, but she maybe put them in the wrong order or something. Do you think she like dropped her deck and
2: then put them in the wrong order? Yeah. Yeah, Or
1: RuPaul's Drag Race edited it out of out of turn just to like (laughs) put her in the bottom. (laughs) Oh no! I would have put it past the girl. Oh shit. I, I wouldn't put it past them either she you're absolutely like, right though she was like giving a tarot ahead, reading
0: son. with her like storyboard
1: <laughs> they're like utica's like wait that's not the order i put it in <laughs> i I'm, feel attacked i'm seeing some sort of future girl where i'm lip syncing.
2: <laughs> but i think Stony is so right like if that if the end of the commercial were in the front it would have made we would have known what she was going for. We still need to work on, like, the licking part, but I feel like she would have worked that in if it yeah. were rearranged.
0: That's definitely not COVID-friendly. No. <laughs> so, next we have Candy Muse. You know, at first, I think I just had, like, an attitude,
2: but... um, <laughs> And I was drinking as well, so maybe I was just, like, not feeling it, but... On the rewatch, I thought it was funny, like I chuckled, but this is, we're talking about elevation, right, and pushing ourselves. I get that it's a branding challenge. This was very Candy Muse, and that's where I'll leave that.
0: Yeah, but she was also wearing like a leopard jumpsuit, and I was not feeling the jantasy, the elevated
1: jantasy here. I didn't either. I didn't like it.
2: Well, it's just predictable because it's like it's a it's just annoying. We'll get to the judging later, but it's just like we've seen this before. Like if we're really in drag race about to be, you know, near the top, we need to be seeing something a little different. We need to see more risk being taken, especially if we're going to hold girls to, you know, a higher standard. Everyone should be held to this higher standard.
1: And I didn't think it was like bad, but definitely did not deserve the the praise that it got
0: yeah it was more like a safe thing for sure like a safe scene safe yes yeah, yeah but
1: in all seriousness
0: though i think candy muse makes special k look so cool like does anybody have any special <laughs> k i love drugs aren't drugs cool <laughs> i hope all the young new audience that watches drag race really gets into special k <laughs>
1: great joke yeah. i think i d- i didn't hear them bitching about oh this is on national televisions like they did in uk they're like this is on the bbc sorry Ahura. we can't do that here
2: read bitch that's right oh double standard maybe miss molly um enjoys the K special (laughs) yeah
0: next (laughs) next time you will have molly uh, a drag queen named molly on the show um all right moving on i feel like we said (laughs) plenty about candy Uh, Next up is Tinta Burner in this Wendy's commercial.
2: Now, in the running order, I thought that this was the first commercial that had a storyline that you can follow. I see what Tina was doing, like, giving us her signature Tina Burner, 1950s kind of housewife And Girl, she's Wendy. I love the
0: contrast. (laughs) Like, literally, that's what Wendy wears from the restaurant.
2: Oh, like the I fast food it. restaurant. Yeah, I was like, "Who's Wendy?" Yeah,
0: <laughs> you don't know Wendy, girl. She makes delicious food. I haven't seen
2: Miss Wendy in quite um, some time, but I see it now.
1: I agree, not the one though. that fainted. I'm, <laughs> I'm not a fan of Tina Burner, to be honest. <gasps> but this was the first commercial that you? made. This was the commercial that made sense. It actually had a real story to it. Um, I thought it was pretty funny. Like. I mean, the hell yes, that was very, like, straight, but that's fine. I'll give you a pass this time. Hell uh, yeah! <laughs> but, like, I I actually enjoyed it. So for her to get, like, negative critiques this week from it, I don't understand. Like, I would have eliminated Tina Burner a long time ago. This would have been the first time that I was like, oh, good job, Tina.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Tina actually did really good in this uh, In this week's episode i think in this challenge like her scene was actually funny like it does say hell yeah on the fucking label so i mean yeah yeah, i don't know michelle i think was searching for a way to like sell their tina burner being eliminated Uh
1: storyline yeah and they want to get after her for being a housewife yet we watched an entire season where sherry pie got to top three for being a housewife right Uh uh-huh ooh ooh or top yes yeah yeah whatever she was read that's so right so it's kind of bullshit to be honest (laughs)
2: and it's a branding challenge like now you're gonna tell her that you're tired of red orange and yellow and you want to say oh madonna share and these people elevate (laughs) girl madonna has so many different looks can we help me connect those dots
0: yeah i don't know girl like they really waited like 12 episodes to start talking about tina wearing only yellow orange and red
2: Right. Like those divas, Janet Jackson, Madonna, Cher, all the queens, Beyonce, like they're known for just changing it up. You haven't seen one of these queens just do the same thing. So to me, this really made no sense. If you're branding yourself to a new audience, season 13 is not a sequel or anything. This is the first time that people are seeing Tina Burner. This is the time for her to use her red, orange and yellow.
1: Yeah, it's like they Dusty Ray bottomed her. Like instead of Oh, uh, how many Dusty <laughs> Ray tops were there? Oh. It's like so they're like instead of Dusty Ray body, d- bottoming her in episode two, let's wait until episode eleven.
0: Yeah, I hope they all use protection.
1: Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> so we'll just get eleven episodes in until we dusty ray to <laughs> Dusty Ray bottom you. Oh work. <laughs> you know, I kinda wanna get Dusty Ray
0: bottomed right now. That does sound <laughs> fun.
2: Um remember listeners, prep does not protect you from all the other STIs, <laughs> so be responsible. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. But yes. Uh yeah, speaking of bottoming and Tina. Um moving on. <laughs> 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 Come through grinder. <laughs> Yes. It is sponsored by Grinder. Come come <laughs> through, Christian, with a capital T. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. So next we have Simone. Simone's
2: commercial. She's another queen who's just naturally funny. She can say anything and potentially it's probably like ninety eight percent of the time it's gonna be gold. Like you remember the factory. Like Factory. <laughs> <that> <laughs> That whole acting segment was funny back then, episodes ago. So I knew that she was going to knock this out of the park.
1: Yeah, I mean, the branding with the sweet tooth, like, that's just hilarious. And, like, her saying, because you'll need it, like, and, like, drinking this, like, terrible (laughs) soda. Um, I don't know. I thought it was perfect. Like, she was funny. She had all the acting down, the perfect, like, voice for it. And, like, I don't know. She was definitely one of the best
2: I was living for her look too
1: yeah she looked good and I liked at the end where she's like oh buy
0: two, get one gold tooth for free you're gonna need it <laughs> <laughs> yes but this is definitely a drink I mean this is a great advertisement like I would buy the drink but you guys could not have it because it's not keto friendly no
2: probably not
0: too yeah much sugar yeah I like with glucose Maybe there'll sugar be a diet sweet tooth. yeah the sugar-free <laughs> high fruit high fructose corn syrup <laughs> girl that was funny yeah this was a really 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 good one this is really funny uh next we have got mick what do we think of this one? Oh, got mick i think that this had the
2: potential to be funny but it was just kind of like flat ish
1: i yeah i think this is similar to like sorry this is similar to like utica's like whereas I feel like if you rearranged it properly and gave a better explanation of what you were doing, it could have been funny. It was just the the message got jumbled up and it didn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: that's what I was uh, literally going to say, too. So I'm glad we're all on the same page because I think it may have been more effective if, if like, you know, you saw the like the not sexy thing and then she takes a drink and then the sexy thing happens. So you're immediately seeing the difference between the two. Like, I mm-hmm. think that would have been good instead of just doing all the bad things and then doing all the sexy things later.
2: And we just needed, like, a bigger contrast between the um the differences.
0: Yeah, but also, I did remember the name of the drink, so I don't understand what the judges were, like, really trying to sell us here. Because if you couldn't remember it, that's because you're an idiot.
2: I think the judges just aren't sure what they're doing this episode. I think they're tired. Maybe there weren't enough sandwiches
1: they're on They're too set. busy, like, praising Candy for wearing a green like jumps condom
0: yeah to infinity and beyond girl (laughs) (laughs) buzz light no i wish she would have buzzed right on out of this competition Ayo. (laughs) wow
3: (laughs) uh
0: next we have olivia
2: i thought olivia's commercial was cute they need to leave her alone like you know can't Olivia is just a happy person. I thought that she got her point across. It was like a safe performance for me.
1: They're literally trying to ruin Olivia. The judges are. They're like, please stop smiling and stop doing everything that makes you such a lovable person. Like, <laughs> yeah. During the branding <laughs> challenge. Don't be happy. I'm like, these judges need to shut the hell up before they ruin the season even more. <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: definitely. Like, I think maybe what olivia could have done to make it a little bit more successful was to maybe have her start by drinking the drink and then she could have been happy and funny throughout the whole thing like maybe you know get progressively more happy as the more she drinks oh like kind of
1: loony or she could yeah yeah like drink it and be like oh i need to find more now yeah
0: where is it i need more i want to be happy (laughs)
1: like she's um entering
2: a like epic sugar rush or something
0: exactly yeah but also like why did they make her look like a giant cave troll (laughs) i don't know this season is such rigamorous girl (laughs) i thought she was about to stomp on some like you know little like you know on top stomp some people into the ground or something
2: (laughs) this is the abominable snowman's um taste of the week
0: yeah i was worried girl like (laughs) editors you really fucked this one up (laughs) Um, Olivia looked good though yeah she did look good this is not shade to Olivia this is shade to the editors (laughs) correct (laughs) Um, so next we have Rosé actually finally we have Rosé
2: Rosé's took me out I love that she had on Jan's um, robe and (laughs) this was really funny like Rosé brought it
1: yeah definitely bonus points for the jan robe but yeah hers was definitely the most funny like she definitely figured out a way to like have a like commercial and not just like some of the girls were just so chaotic in theirs but she knew Mm -hmm. how to like here's the information and then i'm gonna do something really funny and, like, you're going to notice it because I wasn't acting like a crazy fool the other entire time. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. I loved everything about it. I loved that she was just like, I'm definitely not playing that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Those, like, sassy moments. <laughs> she was like, no. Ruffles? Yeah, so- <laughs> she,
1: def- she definitely knew what she was doing, though. I-, I really enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. I thought that, you know... Uh, in this challenge rose was really able to fully realize not only her brand but what she's actually been doing in this competition which i think is really what you need to do because i don't think the rest of the girls i think simone did but i don't think the rest of the girls really fully like are 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 maybe they're not like fully aware of like what is actually happening in the competition because you have like delusional people like candy who thinks she's in the top every week right
2: <laughs> you're absolutely right about um simone and rose like out of everyone's brands i could see their brand on a t-shirt on a beach ball something being thrown into a crowd at a sporting event
0: yeah that's like winner <laughs> winners like size like concepts basically i
1: mean shit like mm-hmm. rose rose should put some or put out like a rosé like wine or something i would definitely buy <gasps> Ooh, that shit 100 percent.
0: yeah that too yeah let's that'd be great oh yeah all right y'all let's take a quick little break here and then uh we'll come back and get into the runway brb hell yeah Support for Thanks for Coming, a RuPaul's Drag Race podcast, is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming and hygiene. Manscaped is taking over the world and is now available in all of Europe, Canada, Australia, and New Zealand. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. Join the movement for all of your below-the-waist grooming needs.
2: woo Yes, Manscaped.
0: Offer code TFCPOD, of course. Um,
2: <laughs> a promo code that will actually work if you go to the website and use it.
0: It's a first. <laughs> yeah, this time we're being serious.
2: Well, I definitely appreciate Manscaped reaching out because I have, you know, tried various trimmers over the years, and I get it down to how I like my bits and things to be for my personal taste, but I was always so scared to get too close. And the trimmer comes with a guard that's really easy to use, and that helped me tremendously. Very, very nice product, the lawnmower 3.0.
1: Yes, and it really is so cool because it comes with like this really cool stand that you can, you know, put on next to your vanity, and it doesn't take up much space at all. It keeps the trimmer charged. It uses USB. So if, you know, you need to travel or something, like you can use it with pretty much anything. And another bonus, it has waterproof technology. So if you're like me, I love to shave in the shower. So this is perfect. So now I can start trimming uh, my other areas with this.
2: Ooh, <laughs> it's even got a little flashlight on it for those of you who like to take showers in the dark or with candlelight. So you can see exactly what you need to do down there.
0: Yes, girl, this bag- battery will last up to 90 minutes. The Lawn Mower 3 has been upgraded to a 7,000 RPM motor. And I am one of those people that do like to use it in the dark. I do my best work and, and most creative when I'm in the shower. So I am, of course, super excited to use it in there. I actually... Last time I used it, I actually carved <laughs> RuPaul's name into my pubes. It's so nice. accurate. <laughs> yes. You're welcome, Ru.
2: Congratulations on that one. That's skills. Well, in addition to the lawnmower listeners, there are all kinds of products on manscaped.com. We also receive some ball toner, which is fabulous if you need a little pick-me-up throughout the day. Those of you who love to walk around naked, this is perfect. You know, spray a few pumps, let it air dry before you put back on those underwear and you're good to go. The ball deodorant is fabulous as well.
0: So, if you're listening to me speak right now, I want you to experience it firsthand for yourself. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code TFCPOT at manscaped.com. This product is, of course, for all men. So, even if you have a vagina, then you are still able to use this. This is manscaped for yes, all men. Yes, for
2: all men. <laughs>
0: Yes, get 20% off and free shipping with the code tfcpod at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use offer code tfcpod. Your balls and vaginas will thank you. Well, hello and thanks everyone for coming back to the honesty spill of the week. We are of course back 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 again to bring you full coverage of the runway and category this week is beast couture so fun
2: um furries shout out to you i hear the furry community is very nice and inclusive
0: yes <laughs> i hear they were very excited about this runway <laughs> yes they're like the ratings were up this episode girl and i think even they would agree with us that candy's outfit was bad cuz it didn't have enough fur
2: yeah i want to know what, what beast that was
0: yeah that was the um i think she was like the uh little Infinity and Beyond Toy Story doll. (laughs) She's Buzz Lightyear. (laughs) She was like she was like if Mike Wazowski from Monsters Inc. fucked Buzz Lightyear.
2: (gasps) Oh my gosh, this is their daughter.
0: Yeah, this is their drag daughter. (laughs) 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 Sorry. (laughs) Apologize for Could have could have done better, but you know here we are. Listen, um, she was
2: first out on the runway, right?
0: Uh, no, she was not first, but she was like second or third. She was towards the beginning.
2: Okay, I'll save my comments then.
0: Well, we we can we don't have to go in order. We can just talk about whatever whatever you
2: want. that's right. Okay, so just really quick with Candy, like this was just so simple and safe. Any other queen would have got clocked for not having her stockings match the bodysuit and the heels, like Olivia did. Good job, Olivia um The makeup to me, I get that we're trying to match the alien, and I'm confused. Do aliens count as beasts unless you're the predator? I don't know, but um, <laughs> there could have been some green hair. There could have been something like, girl, come on, wear
0: a fucking wig, girl, where, wear a
1: green ass wig. Where this is
2: the elevation? Yeah,
1: this look was complete trash. Honestly, it was the worst. It's it is the worst look of the season. I will just say it, that. It might be the worst look of the series all seasons. Well, I don't know. That one time jiggly Caliente. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> all right. Well, sorry. I guess we were going a little too hard.
2: Well, hey. Too hard. It's we're, we're, up there, though. <laughs> it's up there. I totally agree. And we're calling out the assignment. Like, if we're talking about the assignment, failed.
0: But also, like, in this episode, all Candy wore was bodysuits. Ooh, clocked
1: it. Yep, sure did.
0: Like, just simple bodysuits. Uh, in all aspects of this episode, and it
1: pissed me off that the judges were like laughing it off, like, Oh my god, Candy, that's so funny. She wore something that wasn't uh-huh, even related. She looks fucking horrible. Yeah. yeah, it's like this wasn't even the challenge, bitch. Like, she should have been in the bottom. Put her in the bottom. If you're going to be that yeah. bad on the runway, then you deserve to be in the bottom. This
2: is why I say production in the show setting Candy up for the okie doke because any other queen would have got red for filth and put in the bottom. And they are just like, aha, look at her. Where, what was this? Like you're laughing her to the crown. Like that's not even a constructive critique. Any other queen would have gotten an encyclopedia of notes. So I just think we need to be holding the girls to the same standard.
0: Yeah. And do you want to explain the, uh, the okie doke to the listeners that might not know what that is?
2: Oh, just like setting her up for the reaction she got online is the easiest way to explain it. Like the okie doke. Um, yeah. Think of somebody like throwing a stick out in front of you and like you trip. Drag race. And then we just looked at their fucking Instagram and they have a close up of Candy with that fucking makeup. That's
0: an- Well, you know, you know what? She should have been looking at the ground to see the marbles.
2: (laughs) Yes, shout out, shout out. Boom,
0: got it. (laughs) But that's basically
2: the okie doke because we can sit here and be mad at Candy, but this is not an issue with Candy, really. The judges are not being consistent with their notes, and they're, they're setting her up for failure this way because, of course, some of the viewers are frustrated with a look like this when we know damn well the judges would drag
1: any other queen for wearing a bodysuit. Totally. Yeah, and I'm not well, I'm not mad at Candy for getting to the top. I'm mad at Candy for a different reason, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> <laughs> right. And and yeah, this exactly is like I I don't know.
0: I feel like we've been so negative on Candy. Like I just I mean, I think we just personally don't just like Candy, but that's fine for us. You know, if you like Candy, that's great and that's totally fine. You're totally valid in that. Um, but I think what we're seeing here is sort of like a silky nutmeg ganache at it because this is sort of like the same like, way we felt about Silky, because, you know, she's another, like, loud and obnoxious queen that somehow just, you know, got pushed through to the finale, to the top four. So, I think, like, to me, I'm, like, being signaled now that Candy Muse is probably going to be in the top four. But, um, anyways, let's move on so we can talk about some of the other girls' looks. I liked, I'll, you know, I'll just throw out another one that I really liked, and that was Got Mixed. I love that little ariel monsters sort of thing yes it was so
2: fierce um very cute i love the um pasties of course it's a signature Gothic
1: um, detail it came together so nice yeah i like this too just super big and like very like campy too just with the two eyeballs and stuff but yeah i like this i thought it was really cool
2: my favorites of the night kind of were Olivia and Rosé because they gave me like monster fantasy. Like I was so into both of their looks, just the attention to detail on the outfits, the um, showing performance on the runway. Um, yeah. Those are some fierce I, beasts. I
1: also liked Rosé's too, because I like, I'm not a huge, I've not been a huge fan of Rosé's looks this season, but I will say the last couple weeks I really feel like her looks have d- been really good and I've liked them a lot like this tonight, like on this episode, I really enjoyed this look. I thought it was well put together and it just, it fit really nice. Something definitely has
0: clicked for Rose. Cause I'll, I'll agree like at this point now, like I would love to see Rose in the finale. Mm. I think that she's a strong contender to be in the finale. Yes. Um, I think the top three could be Rose got Mick and Simone uh, just based on how things are going. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I think, you know, maybe the fourth is, is Candy. Um... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Rosé's look was just so great to me. Um, and I know, I'll, and one I'll I'll stand for that the judges did not like was Utica's. I really oh, liked yeah. Utica's outfit. I actually enjoyed her look too. I don't,
2: I can't recall a furry gown that's been on the runway ever. And it was her interpretation of Beast, and I love the makeup. It looked so good to me. I have to agree with you there.
1: I, I, yeah, I also really liked it. I didn't understand the critiques from the judges. I thought it was. Like it was definitely beast, and it was very well put together. I thought it was very like Disney Disney villain esque. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I really liked it.
2: And shout out to Simone. Definitely, she's
1: cute. Yeah, Simone was cute. We'll talk uh, uh,
0: just to wrap up Utica before we move on to Simone. Oh yeah, go <laughs> um, for it. I thought i thought utica really wore this outfit so well like with the little sort of little wrap she had on her hands i thought it was so smart because she had her like claws hidden at the beginning of the runway and then sort of like the claws come out and i don't know i just thought it was presented very well so like i don't know i don't know what the judges are thinking this is great um (laughs) it was too elevated for them yeah they didn't they didn't get it (laughs) um yes but yeah we have to talk about simone i'm like come through crash bandicoot
2: (laughs) yes i thought it was so cute like it was definitely a top look of some of the queens online queens being the toxics the fans they were like oh she just put on a costume i'm like okay but a lot of costumes don't look like that
1: (laughs) <laughs> so i mean yeah i guess i could see why people were like oh she just put on a costume but like it was like a great idea and i mean she did put on a costume but she also had like jean shorts over it and like had like a big earring and, stuff. and the feet
2: they were actually heels but they looked like the animal
1: feet right and it was like stylized so like get the fuck out of here <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, I yeah, I liked her outfit quite
0: a bit. Um, And then, of course, we have to talk about Tina's little patchwork beast.
2: (laughs) Now, Tina, I thought that this was cute for Tina. It wasn't red, yellow and orange. I know this is a branding challenge and we get on her case for that. Um, But I actually did not mind this. I thought it was a safe look. I totally understood what she was going for. The whole patchwork approach and I appreciate, I appreciated her interpretation.
1: I mean, for me, this is probably one of like Tina's better looks, in my opinion. I thought it was pretty clever and like something different, something that I was not expecting to see from her. Mm-hmm. So I thought she actually, like this episode for me, Tina had like one of her stronger episodes we've seen from her this season. Yeah. yeah. So, which makes it so fucked up that she went home this episode. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I I I like this look. You
0: know, it was very campy. Yes. And it was, but it was well made. It was well designed. It
1: fit right, and I I liked it. So, yeah, it reminded me. I don't know, like any of the gamers out there, if you've ever heard of Five Night at Five Nights at Freddy's, that was what this looked like to me. Ooh.
0: Okay. People were saying that um, she looked like the villain from Spaceballs. (laughs) 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 The pizza one. The pizza dog thing. Okay,
2: Uh, I see it. Yeah. (laughs) I
0: see it. So at the end of this challenge, Simone wins. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so does Rosé. Double win.
2: Cash tips for everyone. I'm glad Yes, bitch. Twenty five thousand dollars for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> they got that good budget. Yes. <laughs> well deserved Queens. Good job. They were definitely two of my faves.
1: Sorry I interrupted what were you gonna say, Stony? <laughs> oh no, I just saying I'm glad that they did this because I felt like Rose really deserved it. But it was hard to also like discount what Simone did. So mm-hmm. you know, every once in a while it is warranted to give two queens a win. I mean, we saw it in All Stars Four, I guess. <laughs>
0: yeah it's like one racist queen one uh valid winner queen one covid uh super spreader (laughs) yeah girl i don't like her no anymore. anymore all right so the bottom two end up being tina burner and utica queen and they lip sync to My Humps by the Black Eyed Peas.
2: Oh, this song. We were just talking about this before re- recording. We used to jam to this song on campus back at the during the IU days. I think I was using my iPod mini at the time.
0: <laughs> yes, girl. I was probably using my uh, iPod first generation. <laughs>
2: I enjoyed the slip sync. I thought that Tina ate it up. Um, of course, Utica is in a gown, so it's a little harder to move. I think that Tina fit more, embodied the song more, and she was giving us all these great dance moves and lip syncing, like using the full stage. All Utica could really do was like slither across the stage, but I thought it was still a solid Utica performance, but that Tina probably should have won
1: yeah i thought tina or i thought utica did okay but tina definitely won the lip sync let's not pretend that she didn't she definitely won it um and i thought she had the perfect outfit for this song like it was funny watching her run around on stage like a giant like psycho teddy bear um <laughs> so yeah tina definitely won the lip sync the judges again i was fucked her over so bye
0: I was really impressed that she was able to move so much in that giant outfit. I was like, "Damn, girl, you work." <laughs> she was
2: going for it. I mean, it's your lip-syncing for your life. You should be, but I was impressed yeah. by that too.
0: And I will say personally, I do think that both Queens did a really good job. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think that Utica did a really good job with like um, you know, being like little kooky like weird Utica moves and um and sh- I think she was just as as good as tino so to me this is like one of those lip syncs that i'm just gonna want to rewatch over and over and over again like e- like even five years down the line
1: <laughs>
2: yeah this is where the double save should have been used or could have been
0: used
1: agreed yeah there have been multiple yeah. ones that could have been used besides the trash one they used it on <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, so then in the end,
0: Utica stays and Tina Masashe away. I was real shook on this decision, girl. I was, I was too. And for
2: me, just having watched Drag Race for so long and having seen the seasons, past seasons, multiple times, I, I really think the judging was just a little confused, um, confusing for the contestants and the viewers and I think that this just highlights the fact that in the end, the judges just um, care about the looks. No shade to Utica. Um, we could argue that we've seen everything that we can see from Tina Burner, but I don't really think that's fair because she took a risk this episode. She slayed the lip sync, even though they both did a good job and she was sent home.
1: Yeah. I mean, this episode is prime example. Number one of the, that the judges sometimes just make decisions based off of like who they want in the end because it wasn't based off the actual challenge like at all there was like like tina did better in the main challenge did better in the runway did better in the um lip sync -sync than like some of the other girls and still went home so like basically they're I think they were just over Tina Burner and they're like, well, we need to get rid of her at some point. So we're just going to get rid of her now. And we're just going to make every excuse in the world why she has to go home.
2: Yeah. (laughs) And it's just so inconsistent based on other Queens we've seen. I mean, sorry, I have to say it because I feel personally offended as a beehive member, platinum member. Um, You're going to, (laughs) you're going to send candy home and her um, lemonade look. That look was way better than this. Um, alien condom radioactive situation we had going on here
0: (laughs) yeah yeah i don't know it was i was really shocked to see this happen but i mean i think both utica and tina are kind of at the end of their ropes like i think olivia's kind of at the end of her ropes just based on how they've been editing her um So unless she, unless she does something, you know, unless she starts to like really pick up the pace, then maybe you know things will change at the very end. So she already does have two wins, so that's you know good for for Olivia as well. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, I could see like both of the, those Utica
1: and uh, Tina were kind of like it's like I feel like we've just seen it, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not. Yeah, it was fine that Tina went home. I'm not a huge fan of hers anyway, but it's just kind of more like just like rigamorous girl. Yeah. Because it was like, <laughs> yeah. okay, this episode, she literally did the best she's ever done. And then they're like, bye. Right. <laughs> this is definitely a production right. issue.
0: Yeah, exactly. So uh, just one point to talk about an Untucked before we finish this out. I thought that it was really funny when Tina was struggling to grasp why they didn't like her branding. And uh, she's like, what did you guys think? And then they tell her and then she's like not having it. Oh, yeah. She is playing her candy card. <laughs>
2: she was that new york jumped out
0: that's not what you said (laughs) that was my favorite part or or no it was that's what you just did yeah Yeah. (laughs) rosé
2: and then she promptly sipped her tea i was living for that
0: she she like looks at can't or uh she looks at tina she's like Should I keep going? Tina's like, uh, fine. So (laughs) then, like, Rosé finishes giving her, like, some help. It was so
2: funny. Very human moment. I mean, you see it here. The queens are just so frustrated, so I felt felt for Tina in this moment, because she's just like, what was it? What did I do?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Definitely. So that was untucked. It was mostly them posturizing on who did the best and who felt the greatest when they were, you know, on the runway. And it's just like, girl, we, we saw the show.
1: Yeah. We, we know how it went. It's typical untucked this season with candy. As long as she's here, untucked will always be the worst part of the show (laughs) (laughs) i did yeah um, i did
2: enjoy seeing tina's mom though that was a sweet moment because we learned about their kind of um, rocky past so it was nice to see them support tina right before she was sent home
0: i will say though i do enjoy going to read the candy muse gazette after the episode (laughs) because you know she has lots of opinions about what that people are saying about her and the season in general so i just to me it's very interesting to see it's like what is candy muse going to be mad at this week yeah
2: yeah and this is just one of those things that um she'll grow out of or she'll critique her delivery not saying it's wrong but we all look at past tweets when we're just reacting to things and we're just like ooh, i was a little this way and then we <laughs> yeah
0: elevate yeah and
2: grow and mature
0: Yes. <laughs> but um, yeah, let's go ahead and throw it over to Stoney so we can find
1: out what's going on in the Fantasy League. Yes. So I am still in last place with 195 points. <laughs> Yay, we did it, Lawrence. <laughs> Seth is in second place with almost 100 more points with 290 points Whoa. Ooh. and then jamal is way ahead at 340 points slay bitch that's
0: only 50 points ahead of me well it's still 50 points i could still catch
2: up yeah i mean we only have like 20 episodes to go so you're absolutely right <laughs>
0: Are you sure this is in Candy Muse Math? Are you sure <laughs> Jamal's not ahead by five points? <laughs> Jamal's had <laughs> ahead by twenty five hundred million points. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. Uh, can we not have uh, uh, Candy Muse balance the fantasy points, please?
2: That crown is mine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Damn! No wonder you had Candy uh. on your team. But um, no. I yeah. I. I think I'm still in the running for this. I just won the UK season, Mm -hmm. so... Yeah, coming fresh off a win. You might come and snatch
2: my edges, but I will be
0: prepared. I'm feeling real confident, girl. (laughs) We'll see how this goes. All right, you all. Thanks for coming to another fun week at Thanks for Coming, the Most Magically Gay Podcast. Um, I think this... Might be our last. I think this is our last week with Manscaped, so we wanted to thank them for sponsoring the show this month. And uh, maybe you'll get to hear us working with them in the future. If you guys would like to help us, you know, hear that, then you can go over to manscaped.com. You can put in the offer code TFC pod, and of course, you'll receive free shipping and. 20% off your order, so don't forget. Thank you so much, Manscaped. Thank you so much. It's been fun. Um, Always fun to have
2: a sponsor on the show. And remember, listeners, you can continue to help us if you're unable to spend money at this time. It is COVID still. Um, Leave us a review. Rate us five stars. um, Interact with us on Twitter and Instagram. We love to hear from you.
0: Yes. Tell me how hot I look on Twitter. (laughs) oh yes hell yeah oh (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh all right you all that's enough we'll be back next week um maybe on tuesday oh stay tuned no wednesday well yeah stay tuned wednesday (laughs) i think tuesday you'll figure it out just stay tuned (laughs) Go to TFC (laughs) Pod on Twitter and you'll know for sure. Sorry, we're like so used to having two episodes drop every week. So we'll have to figure out what's going on. So I think Tuesday, (laughs) I'm going to talk Jamal into it. So we're
2: looking, but stay tuned. (laughs) Yeah, we're looking at Candy Muse's calendar right now. So we're going to work out some details and report back. (laughs) Yeah, see what she lets us do.
0: (laughs) Yeah, for real. All right, you all. Well, until next week, bye. 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 Hell yeah.